Hey, my friends, welcome back. Oh my gosh, so a little bit of a life update, because um, I'm sure you guys are just so consumed with what is going on in my life, but I'm gonna tell you anyways, because you're here. So I just found out that me and my husband are moving because of the Navy a lot sooner <laughs> than we originally thought. So I basically have to do everything by myself right now. But the reason why I'm telling you this is because today I talk with Kim Bruce, who's the founder and owner of Organizing Spaces by Kim. And she just tells us all the tips, tricks, and hacks to organization. And considering I will be moving from one house to another, I'm trying to organize my life now so the move is easy and I won't have to go through stuff um, you know, after the move, I just want to get it all done now. But it's like, oh my goodness, I just wish I knew more about organizing and Kim does not disappoint. She tells me things that I think are just like so obvious to her, but <laughs> they are not obvious to me. So I hope that you enjoy everything that she has to say. And if you're anything like me, you're going to be super motivated. After this interview, I literally been spending like the past week just organizing my house and getting rid of things that I don't need and you, you'll understand once you hear everything she tells you you're gonna be like oh my gosh yes so if you weren't in a mood to clean and organize and get your life put together you are about to be put in that mood so be prepared <laughs> all right let's get this episode started <laughs> Hey you guys, welcome to the Empowered Podcast, hosted by your girl, Miranda Lee. I hope you're ready to get confident, throw away the all or nothing mindset, fully surrender to God, and strive to be 1% better every day. Don't forget, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Alrighty, let's get this party started. Hello, Kim. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast today. Thanks for having me. I always love to connect with others. And if I have a chance to talk about organizing, <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> Heck yeah, that's so awesome. This is definitely a topic I have not talked about on my podcast yet, but I think everyone will absolutely love it. So for those who do not know you, who are you and what do you do? Okay, so my name is Kim, and I am the CEO of a company called Organizing Spaces by Kim. I am the lead organizer. Um, what we do is we go into clients' homes, um, and we turn their disorganized space into a beautiful and functional um, space. And we have brought so many happy tears, smiles to many families in the area. Um, I am based out of Dallas, Texas. And um, I started the business about two, almost three years ago. So December, 2018, um, I was unhappy with what I was doing. Um, it just was not filling my bucket anymore. And so I started doing a search online to find a new job. And I was kind of going back to looking at what I was 
already doing. And my husband's like, stop, you are wasting your time. He's like, what? Let's figure out what you're good at. Um, help people. He goes, you're going to make money by helping others. And I was like, what can I offer? I offer nothing. And he is like, well, you're really good at cleaning. Um, and I was like, okay, but I don't like to do that. <laughs> I, I'm good at it, but I don't like to do it. And he's like, but you're also a wonderful organizer. And I just kind of stopped and I was like, wait, what? I am? I mean, it's something that's always been so, come so natural to me. And um, he's like, why don't you help people get organized? And I was like, nobody's going to pay me to do that. It's so easy. And he kind of looked at me and he's like, no, it's not. It's easy for you. And so I did an internet search that night. I thought I was going to be the first organizer in the world. Like I was inventing <laughs> this job <laughs> and I did a quick internet search and I found that it had been around for a while and it kind of, it changed my, that internet search changed my life within a month. I launched the business, um, September, Mm -mm. January 25th, 2019, I started my Instagram page and then kind of the rest is history. Like it turned, and I was working full-time as a teacher. And so I went from working full-time as a teacher, part-time organizer. And then six months later, I was organizing full-time. So that's kind of my story <laughs> in a nutshell. Wow. That's I just think that's so amazing because it's so true that we all have something to offer and something that other people would pay for and that you thought that well isn't organizing easy and it's like it's so easy to you that you just assume that everyone everyone can do it that that's amazing did you like struggle with like imposter syndrome or anything thinking I don't know doing what society didn't really say you're supposed to do, you know, you're supposed to have that nine to five and then you turn around and you're like, all right, I'm going to start my own organizing business. So since our industry, um, was, I felt back even three years ago was fairly new. I didn't have many, there were some people I did look up to, um, and it wasn't a thing um, and I was, and I'm going to pair that with being surrounded by other entrepreneurs. So a bunch of my friends own their own businesses. And so I just felt like um, I, I didn't have anybody to, um, you know, kind of, you know, follow in anybody's footsteps that was central. I'm trying to say that was like an organizer. Anyway, I said all that to say, um, no, I didn't feel like I was you know, and it had any sort of imposter syndrome, because I was like, paving my own path, really, I was, um, so no, I, I really didn't struggle with that, which is good, because there were a million other things that I was struggling with, like, am I going to work, make this work? Is this possible? Am I going to fail? You know, sometimes you are your own worst enemy, and I'm such a, you know, perfectionist, I'm, I'm recovering, I'm not as, um, and so, that self-talk, that positive self-talk really, really helped me in the early days. And to this day, I still need to, you know, tell myself, you're doing great. <laughs> you're doing fine. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And like, like, you know, a lot of our listeners do struggle with perfectionism as well. 
So um, how do you think perfectionism kind of carries over into organizing and, and cleaning your house? Like what tips do you have to make life easier for people who think that everything has to be perfect when it comes to organizing their house or whatever space? And I, I mean, I'm speaking from experience. Um, I'm here to tell you, you, we just got to let that go. I mean, there's been a million times and I know it's so much easier said than done. I know it is. Um, I've had to tell myself that a million times I like to make progress. And, you know, you've seen this quote many places, progress over perfection, as long as the wheel keeps spinning and I can see little changes here and there with my business or, you know, in my home, I take a deep breath in and out and I'm like, oh, this is going to be okay. And it is something, you know, people, there are people that have a deep, true disorder, perfectionism. I, I, I know I don't, um, I can cope with it and others, you know, need to seek additional help from doctors and stuff. Um, but if you are anything like me, um, it does, it's just going to take time and it's okay. If it's not, not everything is perfect. It is totally okay. Life does go on. <laughs> when it comes to like the state of your house and your living space, do you think it has an effect on your mental health? Absolutely. So there has been much research done on this topic and I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a clinician. I will not um, sit here and, you know, pretend that I am, I'm speaking from experience and things that I've read online, but there is a um, deep connection between your environment and how you feel. And I know that when my space is, um, you know, not put together well, my closet, my kitchen, my home, um, I have trouble thinking concentrating when I was a teacher. So before I was organizing, I taught for 12 years and there were days that I would leave my classroom on a Friday and I didn't even put everything back together just because so much had gone on. I taught kindergarten and on Monday morning, when I arrived, I knew I had to get to school early to put everything in place or else I wasn't going to teach that morning. Um, so it does, um, things, um, cause if I have too many things in, um, any sort of space, it just, it also makes me, um, anxious. And I know since I have been working in spaces and with clients, um, people, a lot of people that are, are the same way, um, too much of something, um, can cause you um, stress and anxiety. And especially if you cannot control it, if you don't have control of your space, um, you just, you know, don't have like inner peace. Does that make sense? Yeah, I feel like it's just such like a reflection of like what's going on in your head. Because I know like on days that, that I'm more organized and things are more put, put together, like feel more put together and I feel better and it's just like a complete reflection but on days I'm feeling more stressed out and I have a billion things going on in my life it's like 
well, I don't have time to organize. I don't have time to clean. Like my, my brain's just a mess. My house is a mess too. So that totally makes sense. So let's get into, to your expertise, to what you love to talk about. So organizing. So what are, are your top organization hacks? Okay. So, um, in, and you know, I love pantries. If you've seen my Instagram page. So one of the, the biggest hacks, um, I want to share, and it's very obvious for organizers, but you know, not to everybody else, um, in corners, especially in pantries, I always add a lazy Susan. So sometimes, um, you know, you lose the space in a corner if it's not used well. At a lazy Susan, you can put your sauces, oils, vinegars on there, spin away and always have access um, to what you need in just those weird corners. Um, another thing, another hack that I always like to share is um, contain and label. If in, in this works in any space, closets, playrooms, pantries, um, as long as um, you have things contained and labeled, um, the fun- the systems are easy to keep up with. And actually, labels are key. It'll you'll be surprised with how many people will organize their space, um, and they won't add labels. And that's how you maintain the system. So they go through all of the hard things the decluttering, you know, the making piles, getting rid of things is hard. So it, there is an emotional process, um, an emotional part of the process and um, they'll get everything back to where it belongs and then they won't add labels. I'm like, no, why did you do that? And so, yes, always adding labels at the end um, is another one of my favorite um let's see I would have to also say um uh less is more always less is more um once I've worked with a client and we have created boundaries contained and labeled everything um I let them know that when one of their bins is overflowing edit it always edit when um you feel like there isn't space in the the bin that I gave you, you know, to put all your scarves in or your belts or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, those are some of my top favorites that I share on Instagram and with my clients all the time. And they seem so after you hear them, you're like, oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> oh, another thing to easily upgrade your closet is matching hangers switch all the mismatched hangers out for matching hangers. And that is an easy way, an easy hack to take your closet to the next level. So when you say matching hangers, you mean like all the hangers are the same or the hanger matches the color of your clothes? Because my, my cousin used to do that. <laughs> so Did she? You, yes. Oh my gosh. I've never heard of that. So I, when I say matching hangers, um, have um, uniform hangers. So all white hangers, um, they can either be plastic or the velvet, um, but she's taking it to the next level with matching your hanger to the color of the top. No, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, we don't do that here, uh, but you know, to each their own. 
I always say there are no rules to organizing. If it makes sense to you um, and if it's functional and you can keep up with the system, let's do it. I had a client one time. Um, so she always, there is um, on her, in her mudroom, there is a drawer and um, prior to me organizing the drawer, this, that's where she does, you know, applies gel to her little boy's hair. She brushes her daughter's hair, puts in a ponytail and she had all of the hair stuff, you know, on this countertop on the way out to the garage in her mudroom. And so um, I was like, well, you know what we can do? We can create this drawer. We can turn this drawer into kind of like your hair drawer. She's like, well, is that weird? I mean, this isn't the bathroom. And I was like, that is not weird at all. This makes sense for you guys. I was like, and she was like, oh, okay. If you say it's okay. And I'm like, of course it's okay. So just as long as it makes sense to you and it's going to work, I say, let's do it. Let's throw the rule book out the window because there aren't any um, and let's do what's going to work for you and your family and what's going going to make life easier for you because that's the goal right um to streamline things in the space okay so i have a question then do you believe in junk drawers okay so i give my clients all of my clients have a junk drawer in their kitchen there is um, a way to have an organized junk drawer. So when you hear junk, it's not because the things are junky in there. Well, most of the time they are. They are junky <laughs> in the drawer. But I can take the junky drawer and, you know, when you have a junk drawer, it's just, it has a little of everything. It may have scissors, it may have lighters, it may have matches, and I add drawer organizers to the junk drawer and we just give everything a home. So yes, I believe in junk drawers. I have a junk drawer. And like I said, I give all of my clients a junk drawer. Junk drawers are typically in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we can have a junk drawer anywhere the client wants to have a junk drawer, but they're typically in found in the kitchen. And yes, I do believe in them. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good. Cause I was like, is it normal to have a junk drawer? But okay, it is. We're good. And like you said, there's there's no rule book, so it doesn't even have to be in the kitchen. But but I love that. The fact that you say you even have an organizer in your junk drawer. So it's not even a junk drawer. It's it's an organized junk drawer. It's an organized junk drawer. It just doesn't look junky like it used to. It has <laughs> all the junk. It's just organized. <laughs> I love that. So a lot of um, my listeners are probably in, you know, their twenties. Um, so what are, what is your advice for an organization in maybe like apartments or just smaller homes or like me right now? Um, I live in a house, um, where the, the kitchen is just so small. I've really had to get creative. So what are your organization hacks for people who live or who aren't in their forever home yet? or in an apartment somewhere super small and it's a little harder. I say always try to take advantage of the vertical space. Um, doors are a great um, option um, for hanging. Um, so at the container stores, there's this alpha system and it's the, it's the over the door alpha system. So you can put baskets um, on doors 
Um, if you have empty walls in your closet, um, that's another great way to utilize that with an alpha wall system. Um, it just, like I said, just really taking advantage of vertical space. If you have 20 inches between the bottom shelf and the next shelf, let's do some sort of stackable system. And another thing, um, you know, you have to keep in mind is um, only buy things or only bring things into your home that are going to fit the spaces that you have. So if you live in an apartment um, with several people or even by yourself too, um, I wouldn't make Costco weekly runs. You just don't have the space for it. So you have to realize that if you're not in your, you know, forever home or in a, you're, you're in a smaller apartment, um, don't shop like you live in a home with lots of space. Um, and, and that's the biggest piece of advice that, um, I, I like to give to, those that say, oh, I don't have a big enough closet or my pantry's not big enough. And you know, what's funny is, yes, there are times where that the, the case is true, but many times it's not because the space is too small. It's because you have too much stuff. Um, <laughs> I walk into so many homes and they say, my closet isn't big enough or this isn't big enough. And like I said, sometimes that is the case. It, they're right. It's not big enough. But most of the time, that's not the case. I look around, I'm like, whoa, you just have too much stuff. And so getting them to realize that, um, you know, as part of the process and, you know, building, creating boundaries and all that is a part of the process. But um, I just say, be mindful of the storage you have and take, make good use of that by taking um, advantage of the vertical space. That's like the big the big thing. See, I love how like I just asked you that question and right away you're just like, oh, take advantage of the vertical space. No one knows that. Okay. Like <laughs> that is something we all needed to hear. Like no one knows that. So you are definitely have the right job. This is probably stuff that's so obvious to you, but like, first of all, I'm, I'm pretty organized myself. I'm a very clean person and I'm still like, whoa, that makes so much sense. Why didn't I even think of that? That's so great. Um, and side note, is a container store like Disneyland for you? Oh my gosh, it is. I walk in there and there are some times that I just walk in there and I pick up what I need. And then I'll um, go to the container store some days and I just want to look at the new product. I just want to, and I have a lot of friends now that um, the employees are my friends now. <laughs> They know you by name. (laughs) They know me. This one store in particular. Oh my gosh, they're amazing. I walk in and they're like, Kim, what do you need? And Kim, we have your order. They're just so amazing. So um, I'll just walk in there and I just want to be there for a couple hours um, playing with the, you know, just putting my hands on the new product or just seeing what's out there and just um, brainstorming um, the, the supplies, the product, because I am a product expert, right? And I need to know the ins and the outs of everything because people hire me for that. And a lot of times um, clients will try to DIY their space, which if you want to try that, I I say, give it a go and create a plan and you will be successful. But if you are just winging it, 
you're probably going to call me afterwards because <laughs> I have clients who've tried to DIY their space. They didn't take measurements. They really didn't know what inventory they had. They hadn't gone through their things. They hadn't purged. So they just go in there and they just buy things and they come home and it doesn't fit the space or it wasn't the best product. And so I'm confident um, in the product there. I know how it works. Um, and so I do the, the dirty work for my clients. I look at a space and I'm like, oh, I know it goes there to, you know, whatchamacallits and, you know, I'll stack them. And so it takes the guesswork out for my clients. And, you know, that's why they're paying me um, for my expertise. <laughs> like, it's just, cl- it's just research. It's just re- market research. Just playing with all the stuff at the container store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so, work for me. So do you have, like, a protocol when it comes to getting like getting rid of things like I know like with like growing up my mom would be like if you haven't worn it in six months you know get rid of it so like what's your protocol whether or not you should get rid of it keep it what's your advice um it's very simple um one of the things that um I talk to my clients about is do you like it why I ask them do you do you even like this or are you keeping it for sentimental reasons? So when I work with clients, um, let's say I'm organizing their pantry, that there is zero emotional attachment to anything in your pantry. Those are easy. If it's expired, we typically toss it out. Some clients keep expired things. Hey, you do what you need to do, okay? I'm just here to organize it. Um, but when we're working with clothing, you know, or just things in general there, like I said, there is an emotional attachment and you just got to ask yourself, do I want the stuff or the space? Because you can't have, you can't have both. Right. So, um, think about why you're hanging on to something. Are you going to wear it again? I typically do the six month rule too. Um, I actually, you know, we, I have my clothes. I have seasonal sections. I have a winter section and then like a summer section. And um, I like, you know, summer will be over soon. And before I switch everything over, I'm going to look at my summer clothes and pull out the things that I didn't wear at all or that don't fit me well, or that just don't make me happy. Um, and so to answer your question, just like I said, go through your clothes and it doesn't make you happy or you're, you're only keeping it because you know, you wore this shirt on your 21st birthday party. Um, and you know, you're never going to wear it again. Um, I say it's okay to ditch it. A lot of people um, have trouble, you know, decluttering because they're like, oh my gosh, that cost me $30 or $40 or 50, whatever, you know, Uh, but the money's already spent. It's gone, you know, unless you resell it, you know, the return will be lower. Um, The money is spent. So um, that's something that, you know, to, to think about and just letting your, Sometimes people need somebody to tell them it's okay to let go. It's okay to declutter. Um, And when you hire somebody um, that has zero emotional attachments to your things, I mean, I really have zero 
attachment to my things. <laughs> but when um, you hire somebody, you know, a third party, um, it just makes, you know, the process easier. Oh, Kim said it was okay. Um, and I don't make people get rid of everything. I do not. If you want to keep some um, shirts because they remind you of a time in your life, we can have a keepsake area. We can have a bin with all your keepsakes. Um, but you know, there comes a point where we look at something and we're like, okay, this can go. Um, so yeah, the six month rule, I love your mom. That is, (laughs) (laughs) that is the way to go. (laughs) I know she, that lady's an organizer. She should start her own (laughs) organizing business too. (laughs) She's so funny. Um, yeah. Can I just say that I didn't really, okay. So I'm from San Diego. So I've never experienced seasons. So that whole like summer clothes and winter clothes, I didn't know that was a, I didn't really know that was a thing until I live in Connecticut now where we actually have seasons. And I'm, I'm just like, I don't have room like in my dresser or my closet for, for all my clothes. And I've already, you know, purged and gotten rid of it. And then I was like, oh, this is what people do when they have, you know, they take their winter clothes out during the summer and they just have their summer clothes in there. I'm just like, Wow, I just felt so so adult doing that because I've never done that before. I didn't know that was even a thing. <laughs> yes, and um, you know, you know, I'm in Texas, so we don't have like parkas or like thick thick coats. I have one, um, but um, I do um, put my so my family and I we go skiing and stuff. So I do have. Um, a section under our bed that houses all of our ski stuff. It's in a bin, it's labeled, but I vacuum seal all of our ski wear because it's so thick. So it's like vacuum sealed. So it goes from being like this wide to like this thin. Um, I use, uh, what are those bags called? Gosh, it slipped my mind. Um, oh gosh, I can't, I can't think of it. I think I'll, I know what you're talking it. about. My my mom had them um it's like you <laughs> you put the like the vacuum hose on there and it like takes yes. all the air out sucks all the air out oh, it turns like genius yeah so that's what I do with our large uh winter wear it is vacuum sealed in a bin um under my bed and let's talk about under the bed since can we talk Ooh, about yes it there? please do so do I store things, um, is it okay to store things under your bed? Absolutely. As long as you know what's in there and it's contained, it doesn't all have to be contained. Um, we have an air mattress that's large and it is contained in a drawstring bag. Okay. It does live under the guest bedroom bed. Um, but as long as, you know, it isn't like a catch-all chaotic space, storing things under your bed is, is bright. It's great. It's a great idea. Um, and so things that we have under our bed are um, on one side, on my husband's side, we have all of the ski clothes. And then on my side, I have um, the gift wrapping. So I have a bin with all my wrapping paper. I have a bin with tissue paper, a bin with gift bags, and then a bin with little like, you know, little gifts, like little teacher gifts and gift cards and cards. Um, And it's all contained and it's all 
labeled. So utilizing that space, um, especially if you're in an apartment or in a smaller home um, is a great idea. And there are organizer, there are bins at the container store um, fit to slide under beds. That's, that's such a great point. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really think I have anything under my bed and, and all those examples, like that's where I could be putting my, you know, my winter clothes and, you know, my wrapping stuff, because <laughs> while I think I have it organized, I don't think it's really contained right now. It's not. Um, definitely, <laughs> definitely need to go to the container store. You're just, you're motivating me and inspiring me right now to get all organized. I love it. Wow. Kim's just teaching me so much because, you know, she is the expert when it comes to organization. She is the professional in this field and we all don't have time to go learn everything that there is about organization and go through trial and error. We just don't have that time. We're adults. We're busy. We have a million things on our plate. And you know what? I feel like the same thing goes with fitness and nutrition. We don't all have time to go through that trial and error and learn everything we need to know about diet and exercise and body types and emotional eating and just oh my gosh, all the macros and micros, all these things that come with fitness and nutrition, it can be overwhelming. But that's why I'm here, you guys. I'm the expert in this field. I've already had to go through years and years of trial and error and schooling and just learning everything. And I want to teach you the stuff that actually matters, that you actually need to know. So if you find yourself struggling with your eating habits, you're either restricting and not eating enough or you turn around and you're overindulging or binging and you're just you're just feeling crappy. You find yourself always emotionally eating or or fighting cravings and you just can't stick to a workout routine. Like this isn't I feel like everyone thinks this is normal, but it's not normal because once you have a healthy relationship with food and a healthy relationship with yourself, it's all second nature and you learn how to listen to your body and you learn how to listen to your wants and your needs and what your body's actually asking you to do. So if you're ready to find food freedom and eat the food you love, improve your health, increase your energy and just build that self-confidence and you're ready to hire the expert in the field. That's me, you guys. I really want to help you reach your stre- reach your health goals without all the stress that you think comes with it. And I promise you that you deserve it. So if you're interested in one-on-one coaching, go ahead and click the link in the show notes. And you guys can just get a free discovery call. And we can just talk and get to know each other and see if we're a good fit. Or you can reach out to me on Instagram at this is Miranda Lee and message me and just tell me what's going on. I love hearing from you guys. All right, so let's get back into organization and, and hear what else Kim has to say. I feel like a lot of the times we try, we're like always trying to organize and like keep our house clean, but ends up going right back to messy. So what are we doing wrong? Because I feel like there's a way to to fix that. Okay, so here's my... Here's my thing. Um, being organized um, and messy are two different things. And let me explain that. So um, our home gets messy. I have two little girls. I have a husband. We have messy bedrooms sometimes or kitchen or living rooms. But the thing about being organized is 
the, the cleanup is so much easier and everybody can get involved because you know where things go. So when we are cleaning up the girls toy closet or their room, I will hand them things left and right, or I will make piles and I'll say, put this where it belongs, put that where it belongs. Um, and they know where these things um, belong because, you know, they're labeled. <laughs> um, and I just have created a routine with my kids and my family. And so, um, yes, your space will get messy, um, but it can go back to being organized in no time because there is a system. And so one of the things that I recommend is trying to label as many drawers or containers as possible. So you're not the only one doing all the cleaning. I don't want to have to put everything away in my home. I want my husband to help. I want my kids to help. My mom lives with us for some time. I want her to help. I don't want it all on me. And as moms, sometimes we carry that huge, you know, burden of trying to do all the things and keep the household together and get the kids to all their things and, and work full time, you know, too, sometimes. And so making it a group effort has helped me. And that's what I train my clients to do. I'm like, okay, your kids are capable. Your husband's even capable, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, <laughs> let's, let's, you know, whip them into shape and Pete and kids, you know, I taught for so many years. They love structure. Kids love organization. I don't know anybody that doesn't, but, um, so providing the, the structure and the boundaries for them in, in any space, it, it, it does, um, it, it, it is possible for them to, you know, keep up with the systems. That's so true. Cause I know like with, with my husband, I'll like tell him to put something away. And then he's like, well, where does it go? And then it's just like, well, I'll just do it. Cause by the time I tell you, you know, or explain <laughs> or find the words to tell you exactly, like, I'll just do it. But yeah, I mean, if everything, you know, has its home, is organized, labeled, then there's no excuse for why they can't put it away. That's so true. <laughs> and I do want to say my house is not perfect. Going back to, you know, being a perfectionist, it is not perfect. Um, I don't ever want to pretend to on Instagram or anywhere to I don't want to pretend to be perfect. I am not. We are not our spaces get messy. Um, will you look in a cabinet or drawer and it, will it have organizers and labels? Yes. Um, but going back to, it does get messy. So don't think I live this a perfect life with perfect people. <laughs> My husband is staring at me right now. Like, what are you saying? Um, because I don't, there is work and there is maintenance involved with um, living an organized lifestyle, just as there's maintenance involved with your car, or your body, if you're trying to, you know, live a healthier life lifestyle, there is maintenance and there is work. Um, and if, as long as you're willing to put that in, you're good to go. <laughs> so do you have like, uh, like a schedule or anything like for the maintenance? Like, do you know, like, oh, every two weeks I wash my sheets or do you have something to kind of help with that structure? Kind of like certain things, like do you have like a laundry day. Do you have, um, like, like for me, I know like the only thing I have is like on Sunday, that's when we do like a deeper clean of the house. Um, so I don't know, like what do you, what type of structure do you have for that? 
So um, I have a checklist that I actually got from one of my other organizing friends. She put it together. I'll have to share that. Um, but it talks about, um, it just gives you reminders of when you should do things. Like, and anytime you don't have to make a decision or anytime something just, you know, put in front of your face, it's just easier to do and more attainable. And you're, you're going to do it right. If you're on some sort of schedule. So I put the, those reminders on my phone. So the laundry reminder, I don't need to put on my phone because, um, I mean, I walk into the laundry room and the pile, you know, that's to the sky. One thing that we do like to live by my husband, and I, it's really hard to achieve. We like to do a load every day. It doesn't always happen, but we notice when we do Sundays or, you know, other laundry day aren't so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, we get to do, you know, we get to have a Sunday fun day because we're not doing 10 loads of laundry on a Sunday. So as long as we try to do one, you know, put a load in there a day, um, that we have found that to be helpful, but do we always do it? No, we don't. Um, but, but yes, um, finding a checklist, um, like a maintenance checklist, um, on Pinterest or from one of my organizing friends, which I forgot what it's called. Um, and just posting it or adding the reminders to your phone is totally helpful. And I think it'll make it easier for, you know, other people to pitch into. Like my husband will always ask, well, what do you want me to do? And it's like, well, if there's a checklist, he can just check himself. I love that. <laughs> yes. So for people who are on a budget, what are some of your favorite must-haves for organizing? Okay. So my favorite on the budget product is called, um, so there's two, one of them is called, um, plastic. It's called a plastic bin with handles. It's from the container store. It is five 99. Um, it holds, um, it, it holds a lot in my opinion. They come in different sizes. There's like a large, medium, small, and extra small. Those are very affordable. And then another bin that I love is called the multi-purpose bin. And, and it is what it's called. Um, you can use it in many spaces. Um, and those are about $6.99 to $8.99. Um, they go, again, from small to extra large. Um, and you can find some good um, pieces or good product at Home Goods. Um, but I want to, um, I want you to be cautious when you do go into home goods. Cause let's say you need like five baskets. Um, well, you're typically at home goods only going to find two, uh, and they're probably going to come in a package that are small, medium, or large. So, um, I wouldn't really buy my baskets there unless you're going to hit up like, you know, for home goods that day to try to find the same ones. Um, but you can always find Lazy Susans at, at home goods for a fraction of the price. And, you know, a Lazy Susan is a Lazy Susan. Um, get, the, get the depth of that corner. And if you have, um, you know, let's say you have 16 inches 
um, add a 14 inch lazy Susan. Um, take advantage of the corner depth. If you have 20 inches, add an 18 inch lazy Susan. You never wanna add a nine inch lazy Susan when you have 21 inches to work with, right? You always want to maximize the space. Um, and so, so yes, lazy Susans at home goods um, will be always your best bet for sure. And Amazon has some pretty good things too. And they run, they run sales and deals. And you can also find the Oxos, the clear canisters, you know, that have the little pop lid um, at home goods. It's hit or miss though. So I, I like to tell people about that, but I'm like, oh, you're not going to find everything you need. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you create a plan and know what you need, and then just periodically go in there and um, if you find it, you find it and add to your pile. But typically when you want to get organized, you want to get it done, you know, yeah. right then and there. So there's a little, a little bit of impatience comes with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I'd be so mad if I go into home goods and eating five baskets and there's only two and ain't nobody got time to go to multiple home goods because they're not all close to each other. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So what are your, like, your must-have items that are more expensive? So something that, you know, it's worth the splurge, what are they? Okay. So I am going, so, you know, I was talking about the Alpha Door Systems. Um, they're about $130. And depending on your budget, sometimes that's, you know, on the higher end for some people. But to me, that would be considered, a, you know, a splurge. Um when I talked about, um, when I was talking about earlier using vertical space, like let's say you have this empty wall and there's nothing there and you feel like we could, you know, well, I feel, I always feel like we could add shelving, um, splurging with hiring a contractor to, you know, build those shelves for you or something more affordable. Um, and it's still a splurge are, um, shelving units from um, the container store. Again, going back to the alpha shelving units. Just think about, I always think, think about your budget, right? Um, and also think about the convenience it's going to provide once um, it's done. You know, once we have all the shelving, we'll take everything on the floor and put it in a bin, label it, and then um, the splurge doesn't feel so, you know, so terrible. You know, it's like, okay, it's going to be worth it. Um, another thing I would say um, would be where, where you could splurge is um, the pantry. Um, there are many, um, like the, the corner lazy Susans um, are $29.99, which doesn't sound, oh, that's that's affordable. But when you're adding several in a corner, like let's say we're gonna add four to a corner, um, it adds up quickly. <laughs> so, <laughs> excuse me. So um, I wouldn't necessarily, there are some items you can splurge on, but I when I, when I think about splurging on a space, um, pantry is always my go-to. I mean, that's the space that 
everybody in the family visits, right? Everybody's in and out of the pantry, the kids, the husband. So, so yeah. So my last question is how the heck do we organize our, our Tupperware section? Cause I feel like I always have such good intentions and I've even like gone out of my way to make sure they're all the same, like type of Tupperware. It's just, why, why is it so hard? <laughs> so Tupperware. Oh, that, oh, Tupperware and water bottles make me cringe. <laughs> Here's the thing with Tupperware. Um, along the way, pieces go missing, right? I don't know how it happens. I don't know. There's like little Tupperware thieves that come in and out of your home at night. Um, always be mindful of that. If a lid is broken or a lid goes missing or the bottom goes missing or is broken, toss it, toss the lid, toss the, you know, toss the base. Um, but there are Tupperware organizers at the container store. <laughs> there is um, a, it's like a mesh, it's a mesh um, bin and it has dividers. It has an area for you to put the lids. It has an area for you to put the bases. And, um, and sometimes clients are like, well, no, I need the lid on the base and that's how I want everything. So that is the case. Um, I can totally do that. We just need to have a little bit more space, right? Cause we're not condensing everything by, you know, stacking up the, the bases. Um, but there is, like I said, a container that you can find at the container store that will help solve the solution um, help solve your problem. I mean, and, um, just do not have Tupperware for days is all I'm saying. (laughs) Just, um, edit your Tupperware section. Whenever you notice you cannot close the drawer anymore. Um, and they come in all shapes and sizes. And sometimes you don't use, you know, the very, the little containers, or sometimes you don't use the big ones. And so just, um, you know, being aware of what you use most and again, donating things that you don't use. Yeah. I really like that. You said like, you know, if the lid's broken or the base is broken, don't keep it. Cause why do we do that? We're just like, Oh, we throw away the lid, but we keep the base. And it's like, what's, <laughs> what's the point of that? I don't know. Yeah. Something that sounds so obvious, but I'm pretty sure we, all of us are, are guilty of doing that. It's crazy. Uh, so much good stuff to take away from this conversation. And like I said, this is probably all stuff that's so obvious to you and also so obvious to my mom. Like my mom has her Tupperware section organized. That's never been an issue. Um, Look at her. Yeah. Hers is good. It's crazy to me. Don't. I don't, I don't understand it. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to have to ask her where she got hers. It was probably the container store because she likes a container store too. Um, so how can our listeners reach out with you and connect with you? So you can find me on Instagram. My um, username is organizing spaces by Kim. I'm also on TikTok organizing spaces by Kim um, on all platforms. I'm or, I'm on Facebook, organized spaces by Kim. My website is www.organizing spaces by Kim. 
reach out to me. I share many tips and tricks on my Instagram page for free. If I organize a space um, and I add the picture online, I link all of the product that I used in those spaces on my like to know it page as well. Um, and you know, I, I get people asking me questions all the time about their space. Um, I'm an open book, ask away. The only thing I don't share is my signature fonts. I mean, those are my fonts. Um, <laughs> so I'll never, I'll never share. I, I, it's just called the organizing spaces by Kim signature font. Um, but I will share everything else. And I'm also a business coach. So I, um, now coach ladies or men, um, that want to start a organizing business. I, um, help you, you know, jumpstart all of the, all the questions that I had in the beginning. I did all the research. I spent many hours looking for all the answers. I have all the answers for you. So if you're thinking about starting a business an organizing business, reach out to me because I do offer a course that can just, um, you know, fast track you to, um, your business and your goals and all that. So, so yeah, you can find me on all platforms. I'm there just hanging out. <laughs> Come awesome. be my friend. I'll, I'll make sure to link all that in the show notes so people can follow you and, you know, watch all your TikToks and stuff that, that is awesome. Cause that's something that's never going to go away is people needing to learn how to organize and, and stay organized. And it's so like, so calming it's like a form of meditation in itself it's crazy <laughs> for sure amen well thank you so much for joining me I just can't wait for everyone to hear all the amazing all the amazing tips um, that you had to share and hopefully we'll all come out more organized <laughs> yes that is my goal for you guys <laughs> Okay, so was I right or was I right? Are you just feeling so motivated to just clean and organize your whole house? Because I've been on that kick for a week now, like I told you. (laughs) So if you are not following Kim, go to the link in my show notes and go check her out. Go follow her. She has some great Instagram reels and just some great content on her page. All right, so thank you guys for joining me for another episode. Let's end in prayer real quick. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for just another wonderful day on this earth and that we just have the opportunity to better ourselves and glorify you every day. Please be with everyone right now with whatever is heavy on their heart and whatever they are struggling with and let them just surrender it to you, Lord. Thank you for just loving us so unconditionally and let us just remember that we can lean on you no matter what. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.